right, we are back with episode six. What's up, B? Not a whole lot. How's it going? Well, we got some news to report today, but uh, before we get into the, the latest breaking news regarding uh, Christian McCaffrey, we're going to just make a quick announcement, and that's that we are going to try to shorten these episodes just a little bit. That way we can get these edited and, and uh, sent out a little bit more frequently. You know, right, right now we're, we're doing about an episode a week, you know, sometimes two if we're lucky. Uh, we want to try to provide more content to you guys more frequently. So that's the goal. So expect shorter episodes. We'll just cover one or two topics and then you can hear the next episode the following day or the day after. We're going to get a, a more frequent schedule uh, once we kind of figure this out. So... Well, and that, when things get back to normal uh, a little more, you know, sure. I mean, there's there's not a whole lot going on in the NFL right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're podcasters and uh, we'll figure out something to talk about. Well, we always have something to talk about. So don't worry. We'll put out content and we'll we'll have something for you guys. But getting into the news, Christian McCaffrey just reported a little while ago, the Panthers have extended him four years with a uh, contract of 16 million per. Uh, we don't know all the details yet. But I'm not sure they reported how much guaranteed at this time. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen that yet. No. So basically uh, B as a Panthers fan, how do you feel about it? Well, I mean, I, I think it tells you a few things about Carolina. Um, one Marty Herney is still Marty Herney. You know, he, he loves him some running backs. To David Tepper, despite how he was sold to the the fan base, is not a big fan of analytics. You know, that mm. that's clear. Yeah, uh, I think third, what it really comes down to is Cam's gone, Luke's gone, Olson's gone. They lost Ryan Khalil and Thomas Davis recently, and I think they paid Christian McCaffrey just so the fans have something to hang on to. Really, right? He's the biggest name left. You know, he's coming off an a, a excellent season, and yeah. they still want to have a reason for fans to buy tickets to the games. Right. I mean, he, he had just under 2,400 yards, 19 touchdowns. You know, and I know he's, he's huge in the, in the passing game and everything. And I'm not even always against paying a running back. I mean, if they had a good O-line, they had a good defense, and, you, you know, Cam was back and healthy and you were expecting to compete – for a Super Bowl for the next couple of years, right? Then go ahead and sign him. You know he's 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 a great great player, one of the best, arguably the best running back in the league. So right. go ahead and do that. But that's not the situation you're in. No, exactly. And you know, you and I don't subscribe to the uh, to the thought that running backs don't matter. I know that's a big talking point on Twitter. You know, there are some running backs that that are definitely worth it. It's just one of those things where because of the position, you know, and, and how many there are out there, they're a little bit easier to replace than other positions. Mm -hmm. But when you have an elite level player, you know, it is worth it to keep them in the right situation. Right. Like if you look at Dallas, I think it was worth it for Dallas to sign Ezekiel Elliott. I would have done Dax deal first, you know, but you, they have a lot of talent on that team. And if, if it's a matter of, we want to keep all this talent and, you know, we have one of the top running backs in the league. Yeah. Go for it. And like you said, if Cam is coming back and, and you're trying to make a run for a Super Bowl, yeah, absolutely. He's that final piece. But if you're tearing down the team and you're trying to rebuild, that's not where you spend your money. 
Right. I, I'm going to disagree a little bit on the uh, Ezekiel Elliott take. I mean, I'm not going to keep Ezekiel Elliott over Byron Jones. You know, right. That's fair. Maybe say, hey, we're not going to, uh, you know, we're not going to resign Jalen Smith and, and we'll keep Ezekiel Elliott. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to keep him over Byron Jones, which again is a, you know, what's going on in Carolina. You let James Bradbury walk and you paid Christian McCaffrey a little bit more even than, than, than what Bradbury was looking for. Yeah. Know? And I, I just think that's, that's a bad, bad move from a team who's not really trying to win. Yeah, and I'm curious to see how Panthers fans react to that because I know through some of the chat rooms and, and message boards that we've looked at, there was a strong opinion from a few fans that you guys shouldn't have paid James Bradbury, and he ended up getting, what, $15 million per? Yeah. So, you know, now that you signed Christian McCaffrey to $16 million, you know, I wonder how fans are going to, you know, react to that. Well, the initial reaction that I'm seeing online is – He's more than a receiver. He's worth it. And, you know, fans in Carolina didn't really like James Bradbury that much. Just thought he wasn't really worth the money. He wasn't good enough. That's something I disagree with. But for the most part, what I'm seeing is Panthers fans love the the move of keeping McCaffrey. Yeah. I think in this scenario with the team, if you're going to go that route, you you don't sign anybody. Because, you know, signing James Bradbury – and not doing anything else with that defense isn't going to make a difference, right? And same thing with, with Christian McCaffrey. Like, I think the offense will be fine because you, you did get Teddy Bridgewater. I like Teddy Bridgewater. You also brought in Robbie Anderson. You know, you still have DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. So you do have some firepower there. But the team as a whole isn't, isn't particularly good. It doesn't seem that way, at least. Well, and, and you haven't fixed the O-line. So you even haven't the fixed the O-line. might not be that good. True. That, that's true. And if, if you're trying to tank, this isn't the way to tank. And, you know, if you're trying to win, it's not the way to win either. You know, you're looking like right. a, a, you know, anywhere between five and eight win team. And that's not a place where you want to be if you're trying to rebuild a team. Right. And I've seen people say that, uh, you know, it, it, he, he's somebody for the new coaching staff to build around, you know, to build a team around moving forward. You don't build a team around a running back. You don't. And particularly a running back who was, I mean, really overused in college and overused his first, you know, or the last couple of years in the NFL, not his rookie year. But, you know, the last two years, he, they, they've been force-feeding him the ball. I mean, like I said, he, he had almost 2,400 yards last year, 19 touchdowns. Not, like, not only are you not going to get better than that, you can't even expect him to hit that kind of production every year. True. True. So. And I'm also surprised that they did this in the same offseason where the Rams just cut Todd Gurley. Mm-hmm. You know, because when they gave Todd Gurley that contract, I was thinking the same thing. Well, not, not the same thing. I was thinking that, yeah, it's fine because they are, they're a Super Bowl caliber team and he's a big part of that offense. Go ahead and pay him, mm-hmm. you know, worry about the cost later. And that's exactly what they did. But now, you know, they were close to, to win the Super Bowl. They didn't quite get there. And that's fine. But now he has a huge con- – well, he had a huge contract. Yeah. And, you know, it wasn't worth it for him anymore, so he moved on from him. So Yeah, apparently without paying him the money they owe him. Oh, yeah. I, him and Clay to, Matthews. So we're going to have to look deeper into that because, yeah, Clay said he's not getting his money either. There's got to be more to that story than that. I, I think that story is – 
we didn't send you your check and we hoped you wouldn't notice. Like that's, that's really just what that boils down to. So. <laughs> you didn't get it in the mail. Oh, I'm, oh man. I'm, yeah. I'm going to have to look into that. Yeah. But yeah. So for them, I think it made more sense than what the Panthers are doing. Like, like you said, last year is probably as good as it's going to get for Christian McCaffrey. And you only got five wins. So what's that going to do for the team moving forward? He's only going to get older, you know, and if you're using, if you're using them like you used them last year. Mm. Well, and, and you, you mentioned Todd Gurley's contract crashing and burning this year. Uh, that, that's only half of it because also this offseason, Austin Eckler got a much more reasonable contract. He had 993 yards receiving last year. Yeah. You know, and 557 rushing. You don't have to get that production out of one player. You know, you can replace Christian McCaffrey. Now, I, I love McCaffrey, and congratulations to him. Glad he got paid. Yeah, we both like McCaffrey. You can't. You, you can go into the draft. One, you didn't have to extend him this season. He had another year on his deal, but actually, maybe even two years. I gotta, I gotta check. But um, you can replace the production that he gives you, right? You might have to do it with multiple players, but again, you're not actually like force feeding the ball to Christian McCaffrey isn't winning you games anyway. Yeah. Uh, and you brought up a good point about the draft this year. I, I believe there is quite a bit of talent at the running back position and mm-hmm. there's even one or well, two really that, that have been talked about as possibly being first round picks, uh, JK Dobbins and, and Deandre Swift. Now, most likely neither one of them will go in the first round, but yeah. Miami, has been linked to who was a Dobbins. Yeah. Uh, you know, rumor says they, they like Dobbins a lot. Yeah. You know, you got Dobbins, you got DeAndre Swift and you know, there's, there's a lot in the draft that you can get, you know, second, third, fourth round. And I think they can come in and be a starter for your team. Some of those guys are going to be excellent players, you know, mm-hmm. excellent players. So like you said, you know, as good as Christian McCaffrey is, you can replace him. I don't want to say fairly easily, but I mean, you can get somebody. It's easier to find a quality running back than it is other positions. Like you're not going to be able to, to find a corner like James Bradbury later on, unless you get lucky. I know James Bradbury got drafted in what the second round, mm-hmm. you know, you got lucky. That's all it is. Like Gettleman didn't plan it that way. It wasn't like, Oh, well, you know, I know this guy can be, you know, one of the top corners but he's only going to go in the, in, you know, later and we'll, we'll go in there and grab him. That's not how it works. You know, GMs look, look like they're geniuses when they, when they do that with players, but that's just luck. Yeah. You know, and when you identify somebody as being a top player, he's young, going to his prime, you keep him. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, like I said, it, it's a much more difficult position to replace with James Bradbury. Now, now you're down to Dante Jackson and uh, Ross Cockrell. Yeah. You know, Cockrell's a, a decent enough player. Dante, has, he's had a lot of issues the last year on the field. There doesn't appear to be any plan to, to shore up the secondary, but you went and you paid your running back when you could, I mean, I know you said not easily, but I think you could pretty easily replace his production. I mean, he, he he's not even going to, he shouldn't come anywhere near a thousand yards receiving when you have, Samuel, DJ Moore, and, Rob, and Robbie Anderson. True. He shouldn't come anywhere near that already. True. I mean, he, he got to a 1,000 yards receiving because Kyle Allen can't throw the ball. Yeah. Th- this really makes me question 
what are they going to do in the draft? Because I believe we had them taking a tackle. Uh, yeah, in our last mock, we had them taking uh, Tristan Morphs. All these moves they're making on offense leads me to believe that they're going to go heavy defense in this draft. So, you know, that could be. I don't think there's going to be anybody worth taking at seven um, in, unless the Giants pass on Isaiah Simmons. Yeah, or unless they just stay right there and go tackle, you know, de-tackle, or they trade back and, and mm-hmm. get a, you know, a tackle or a corner. You know, I, I could see them trading back and grabbing one of those corners. Yeah, but you have to have somebody who wants to trade up to seven. You know? That's true. So I guess we'll see. I mean, the, the, the bottom line for today is Marty Herney is Marty Herney. Bad teams stay bad. David Tepper is who he said he was. So Marty Herney has drafted three running backs in the first round now? Uh, you know, I'll, I'll have to check. But I want to say it's four because I believe he also drafted Bianca Batuka. Tim Bianca Batuka. That's right. Yeah. Shimanga. That's his name, right? Shimanga yeah. Bianca Batuka. Oh, man. He was a first rounder? I'm pretty sure. I, I, I have to look it up. I mean, it's been a while, but I, I believe he was. And I believe Herney was the GM. Maybe not. I'll, I'll have to check. But at the very least, Three running backs in the first round. Christian McCaffrey was a top 10 pick. Mm-hmm. And Jonathan Stewart was top 15. Mm. Mm. Yeah, he loves them as running backs. And uh, like I said, congrats to Christian McCaffrey. You know, we're Christian McCaffrey fans. You know, he's an excellent player. But, man, uh, that money could have been used elsewhere. Yeah, Bianca Batuga was a first-round pick. But I'm thinking that it wasn't Herney. He was drafted in '96. Okay. Okay. I'm, well, uh, that might have still been Polian, maybe. Was Polian your GM? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So uh, Herney, his first go round in in Carolina was in 2002. Okay. So. Okay. Maybe he was just following in Polian's steps. Yeah. No, I mean, listen, like I said, for for Carolina, it doesn't matter who the owner is, doesn't matter who the GM is, doesn't matter who the coach is. It's always been from day one a poorly run organization. Yeah. It is what it is. Well, this um, season will be interesting. Wishing the best of luck. but For uh, other teams, it it definitely will. yeah, Yeah. Well, we would like to hear from some Panthers fans out there, if anybody's listening. You know, this is only our, our six episodes. We don't have that many uh, listeners yet, but we're growing slowly. Mm-hmm. But we would love to hear from you. You know, you can send us a, a tweet, send us an email. What's that tweet in our email? You can find us on Twitter at LBHT show and the email at LBHT show at gmail.com. All right. So like we said, we're going to keep these episodes short. That's our topic for today. We will see you guys in a day or two with episode seven. All right. Take it easy. We're back again. We actually uh, have to uh, have to make a correction. It was not Marty Herney that drafted Christian McCaffrey. That was Gettleman, right, B? Yeah. Gettleman drafted McCaffrey at number eight overall. Again, it's, it's just like I was thinking. It all blurs together in Carolina. That's four 
or three different uh, GMs drafting running backs in the first round. Herney did it with D'Angelo Williams, and then he drafted Jonathan Stewart while Williams was still on his rookie deal and then went on to pay both of them. And then he got Ouch. fired, and then he got hired. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. It, it, all, it all runs together for me. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I, I really want to hear from some Panthers fans. H- how do you guys feel about this? I mean, that's, that's a lot of running backs that you drafted in the first round, and, and now three of them have gotten extensions, right? Mm-hmm. So Stewart, D'Angelo, and now Christian McCaffrey. All of them are good players, or were good players. Yeah. But is that where you want to spend your money when you have other holes? I mean, you have everything to fill on defense. Mm-hmm. You know, you want you want to tie your money up on a running back? Yes. I mean that is what they want to do. I mean, look, you have another year to figure out what you want to do with McCaffrey. The money that you're putting into him now, and like like I said, we got we gotta figure out what the um, how how the contract is broken down. But Jadavian Clowney's still out there. Mm-hmm. You know, Yannick Ngakwe is, is is still out there for a trade. Juno is still out there for a trade. And, you know, to a lower level, you know, you got players like Marcus Golden out there. There's some guys out there that can come and actually help you right now. And they're not making any attempt to get those guys. But, you know, maybe that changes. Look, maybe that changes after the draft because, you know, these guys haven't been signed yet or traded. Maybe that changes after the draft. They make some moves and I, I don't know. But it doesn't look like they're trying at all to fix the defense. No, they're not because, I, and that's I think by design. You, you're making some moves on offense, and it looks like you're going to be, be able to score a lot of points on offense. You got your new quarterback, you got a new receiver, you you paid your running back, you brought in a left tackle. You don't do anything at all in the defense, and I think the idea is to guarantee yourself that you still lose a lot of games while looking like you're trying to win. We'll see how that works out. I think that's a terrible idea, especially with a first-year head coach. You know, mm-hmm. don't don't play around with that because no matter what an owner tells you or a GM tells you, you don't. You know, it doesn't matter about the contract. The, you know, coach's contract isn't tied to the cap, so they they can give you whatever contract that that they want. You could still be out in two years, easy. Yeah. So, hey. I hope we're wrong about this. I, I hope they go on to have a good season and Matt Rule's an excellent coach and, and you can come on here and say, hey, we got it wrong. But I don't think we're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, guys, that's it for real this time. Catch y'all later.